Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of The Articulate Fly, and we're back with another On Grizzly Ground update with Chris Milgate. How you doing, Chris? Hi, Marvin. I'm doing great. Great to be with you again. Absolutely, and I'm deeply honored that you took a break from fishing today to talk to me. Where are you? I'm on the South Fork of the Snake River in eastern Idaho, and it is the most fantastic time of year. This is a stretch of water that people come from all over to fish, and they usually fish out of drift boats, but in September, the water drops enough that you can wade it. And even though everyone from the world wants to fish here, this is what I would call my home water, and I love it in September. Oh, that's fantastic. And I think the last time we checked in with you, you had just finished a cattle drive with a Montana rancher. And I've been watching you on social media and I see bear poop and trail cameras and all kinds of stuff. You know, (laughs) where are we with the project right now? Right now, what we are in what I would call the most difficult part of the project. And it's because I'm working with trail cams. So in Montana, when I was with the rancher, uh, we went on a cattle drive through bear country And there could be possibly 30 bears where we were, but we didn't see any. And I started thinking, I want to be able to show people what these bears do when we're not in their way. What are they doing when they're just hanging out in the woods? And the best way to get that is trail cams. So I've put in tons of miles, tons of hours hiking and driving and researching where to be. And by late August, I dialed in where I thought the bears would be. And that is on berries. And so I have trail cameras set up in areas that are closed to vehicles, but you can still hike in. And I'm trying to catch bears doing their thing without us in the way. Now, there's three cameras. Two have a lot of wildlife. I even have a skunk and a porcupine, but no bears on those. The third camera is my money camera. That's what I call it. It's getting my money shots because there is the biggest pile of grizzly bear poop right by my camera that I know I have to be in the right spot. The pile is as big as my head and it's full of berries. So I know there's bears in there. The challenge is getting them to move around during the day because it's been so hot. They don't want to move during the day. So I'm keeping my cameras in there as it cools off, hoping that they start wandering around during the day and I have more than just black and white shots in the nighttime. Uh, very, very neat. And, you know, obviously we're kind of getting towards the end of summer and things start earlier in the Rocky Mountain West. You know, how many more weeks are you going to be in the field? And uh, what do you do after you take the trail cameras down? I will. I have two more weeks in the field and then I will take my trail cams down in October. And I'm finding that when we get toward the end of shooting this project, you know, we've been talking about how they came back from less than 200 to more than 1,000 grizzly bears in the greater Yellowstone ecosystem. The greater Yellowstone ecosystem includes Idaho, Montana, Wyoming. And so we've already looked at where they've come from. But now we start looking at where they're going to. When I'm with the rancher in Montana and we're on a cattle drive, clearly there are bears already there. But what's interesting is where will they go next? Where I'm fishing today, I don't carry bear spray. But I bet you in a few years from now, I do, because they will finally get to the South Fork of the Snake River. They're not here yet, but they're not that far away. And so it's interesting to see where they're going to expand. And I'll include that in at the end of the film. And then I'll come, I'll have everything shot by mid-October. And then I'm mostly waiting for fall colors to turn on, which are about two weeks out right now. And then I'll close up field production and bring it all in and start editing in my office over the winter. Uh, very, very cool. And before we talk about the editing process, tell me a little bit about how the fishing is today and kind of what you're catching and what you're fishing. You know, what I would be catching here, which I totally will be honest, I haven't caught one yet. I've been here about an hour. But 
it's trout country for sure. So there's going to be rainbows, brown trout, and Yellowstone native cutthroat trout. And you can tell that they're here because as the water drops, it smells fishy. And I love that. Like you can't resist getting in the water when it smells fishy. And I, um, I would say it's streamer season. But I would also say I'm very stubborn and I don't throw a good streamer. So I'm still fishing with a hopper. <laughs> and there are grasshoppers around. So I know they're here. And I just watched a small pool. Um, I had a school of fish in it just swimming in circles. And when I, my shadow passed them, they all darted away. But then they came back. It's too small to tell if they're browns or bows or cuts. But they're definitely trout. And five years from now, they'll be catchable. Maybe even two years from now. Uh, very, very neat. So you're going to be done in the field here in the next few weeks, and then you're going to hunker down for the fall and the winter. How long is it going to take you to edit the movie, and when do you expect to release it for folks? Editing on Grizzly Ground will come out at the end as a half-hour show that will fit the format for PBS stations, which is about 26 minutes. And I have I have hours and hours of footage to try to narrow down to that 26 minutes. So I have plenty to work with and it will take me, I'll probably take a November off just to let my head clear. And then I'll start in December and I'll have a rough cut by March. And and then I fine tune everything and make sure it's going to pass muster with everyone that's going to show it. And uh, then I'm thinking, I'm kind of torn between when it should come out. You know, with salmon, it was bring out ocean to Idaho when the salmon start migrating. With bears, the possibility is bring out on grizzly ground when the bears wake up in the spring. But they wake up in the spring and it's still pretty much winter. So I think we'll wait until May, maybe even August, depending on what's going on and and how the summer is looking. The timing will definitely be next summer, but an exact month is still debatable. Uh, Got it. And of course, we've talked before, you know, anything to justify a book on this project? (laughs) When you come across a pile of poop bigger than your head and it's full of berries and smells like a fruit pie, and then you come across several dozen of those and you realize you've picked the right spot to set your trail camp, you start to wonder if there's some meat to the story. But I have at least two more interviews to do before I decide that the bang is really there to make a book worthy. Yeah, I could think of a couple titles for you off the top of my head. We can do that offline. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, um, I I really appreciate you taking time and uh, stepping to the edge of the river for me. And, you know, so folks want to, you know, one, follow your adventures as you're kind of putting this together, but also kind of be in the know when the release date is set. Where should folks follow you? I would love to have your audience and your fans follow along. So on social media, you follow Chris Millgate. I post ep- episode updates every week. And then... If you want to see all the episodes together, you want to check on the progress of the film, go to tightlinemedia.com. Well, perfect. And I'll drop all that stuff in the show notes. And uh, Chris, I'm going to let you get back to chasing fish. Thank you. I just saw a boat pass me, so they better not take my trout. Uh, There you go. Well, listen, have a great day on the water. 